Nick Cage and the Coen brothers team up for a wild comedy. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I am talking. uh, We're continuing our 12 Gauge Days of Cage series, and we're continuing with Raising Arizona, which is the 1980-87 Coen Brothers movie, and uh, with, uh, but from Joel and Ethan Coen, starring Cage as a high H.I. McDonough, and Holly Hunter as Ed, and they are a married couple who is unable to conceive and decide that they are going to steal a, a very rich baby. <laughs> and so it is a truly absurd, out-of-this-world comedy. And it's this movie is interesting not just because of where it stands in everybody's careers, but just in terms of how off-the-wall it is for a lot of these people. So, for instance, if we're talking about if we're talking about uh, the Coen brothers at this time, uh, the Coen brothers at this time were known for these, uh, you know, successful independent feature, the darkly funny kind of noir thriller known as Blood Simple with uh, Francis McDormand and, and a couple of others. So that was the only thing that they had really done up until this point. And this was the biggest film that they had done. And what they delivered was one of the most over-the-top, ridiculous screwball-esque comedies with kidnapping as a central plot. <laughs> in 1987 and and so then you apply this to apply this kind of logic and thinking to a bunch of other people so you've got kind of a breakout you know kind of criminal role for john goodman at this point in time but of course the main stars are nicholas cage as high h.i mcdonough who plays a you know kind of a an armed robber who never has who's never truly armed and holly hunter as ed who is who becomes his wife um, you know, their flirtation and romance scene is a series of mug shots for him, so that's fantastic, and uh, who then find out that they cannot conceive and decide to steal a baby. And there's so many absurd little lines from this movie that'll stick with you, uh, because, <laughs> you know, there'll be stuff like, hey, you got a panty on your head, or don't come back without no baby high, which is from Holly Hunter. And it's kind of interesting that in a movie with so many wild performances, Nicolas Cage, for all intents and purposes, minus a couple of scenes, is the straight man. Like, he has a couple of times where he pops off when he's defending Ed's honor, but for the most part, he's quiet. You know, because we have these Force of Nature characters, you know, we have this evil biker that keeps trying to steal the baby that high ends up having a trick. We've got the criminals, uh, play, you know, one played by John Goodman, who are over the top. And Holly Hunter is chewing every bit of scenery that they will let her. And it, what's really funny for me, at least with Holly Hunter's character, is that at one point in the film, she reads, uh, she reads, uh, uh, I think it's Billy Goat's Gruff or the Three Little Pigs to the kid. And I realized when I was watching the movie for the first time that I actually had heard Holly Hunter tell these tell this story on a tape I used to play a bunch as a kid. So that was a kind of little fun serendipitous thing. But yeah, so what's interesting, as I said, is that for the Coens, this was a complete tonal misdirect and kind of set up the two the two directions that the Coen Brothers films tend to take which is they either go darker and grittier with maybe darkly funny elements or they go more screwball and ridiculous 
that still might have dark elements, but it's still, it's less played. So the best way I can describe it is that, you know, you on the one hand, you're going to have Fargo, and then on the next hand, you're going to have Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? And they've done this kind of seesaw through much of their career. So, for instance, you look at something that's like right after this, they do the gangster film Miller's Crossing. Then they do Barton Fink, which is kind of in the middle. Then Hudsucker Proxy, which is more of a comedy. Then Fargo. Okay, Big Lebowski, comedy. Oh, Brother, Where Art There? Comedy. Man Who Wasn't There? Noir as Thriller. And so it's just back and forth like that. That seems to be what they do all the time. And, uh, you know, typically finding it in this weird, you know, middle ground. And like, like I said, there's just a collection of amazing talent here. You know, we've got Francis McDormand, who, uh, who I believe is, yeah, is married to Ethan Cohen, who's there. And the look for Nicolas Cage is just great. He always looks like he's trying his hardest and is just completely overwhelmed by life with his mustache and everything. The other thing that's so interesting about this movie also is that it has the visual language of a cartoon. Everything is so overplayed and ridiculous and the costuming is overplayed and the music is over the top and everything involving our kind of demonic biker is very Bugs Bunny-ish with <laughs> with Nicolas Cage's H.I. McDonough kind of playing almost a bu- not like a roadrunner type almost in, in many of these scenes. So that's why it's so interesting to watch him kind of just bumble his way through it and he's you know, an actually gifted a physical comedian, and he's very good at just kind of reacting and being quieter, which is not something people associate with Cage, but it's also one of his strengths and something we'll get into in later episodes. So thank you for listening to the latest episode of 12 Days of Cage, talking about Raising Arizona, and I'll catch you next time. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.